In the Lab, a Texans podcast that takes a different look at things. Drew Doherty and John Harris have their lab coats and goggles on and the Bunsen burners burning. Here's Drew. All right, it's in the lab time, and I'm Drew Doherty, and that guy flexing right there is John Harris. John, there are clouds swirling all around this organization, all around the city in general, in real life, uh, because there's cold fronts coming through. It's a Tuesday. It's October 27th. So here's what we're going to do. The Texans are in the bye week. We have all heard about trade rumors, trade possibilities. So to keep this as timeless a podcast as we can, we're not going to address any of them because we don't really know. We've heard stuff, yeah, but nothing we can talk about publicly. Right. That would really rattle any any interest meters, even if we did talk about it publicly. Right. Let's instead discuss what self scouting is, was because that's what some one thing we heard Romeo Cornell describe is what's happening with the Texans right now with the bye week with no opponent on the horizon on Sunday, and we've heard Bill O'Brien talk about it through the years. We heard Gary Kubiak before that. I wasn't around for Dom Capers, but I'm sure he talked about the importance of self-scouting during a bye week. And when we say self-scouting, the coaches are looking at tendencies. Right. They're looking at tips and tells. And they're just looking at stuff in general that's not working or that is working and needs to be augmented. So they want to build up the stuff that's working and strip away the things that aren't. Now, I've given a very Reader's Digest version of what self-scouting <laughs> is, but Johnny, how important is it and how vital is it if you want to move forward as an organization in a season? Yeah, Drew, you, you bring it up. I mean, you actually did a pretty good job of, of nailing it. And I know people would say, well, wait a second. Are they not doing that throughout the year? Well, look, there's six days between games. And there's a ton of things you have to get done. You have to think about the opponent. What does the opponent do? And what can we do well against the opponent? But what the, the self-scout opportunity is, is just a deeper dive into what you're doing. And some teams will do it. And they'll say, hey, defense, look at our offense. And offense, you look at our defense. And then they share notes with one another and go through that. Because as crazy as it sounds, when you practice, you don't practice against your defense or your offense. You face a scout team defense or a scout team offense. So you very rarely kind of mix together until game day. And they put a clock up at 60 minutes and they, you know, send the time down and away you go but you don't really go against each other so a lot of times you're not really the offense not really paying attention to what the defense is doing and vice versa and so self-scouting time is kind of that opportunity to do that where the defense can look at you know Anthony Weaver and his defense can look at our offense and say hey um, these are the things I'm seeing that really have been successful and here's why here's some of the things that you could probably adapt or adjust and here's why. And the same could go the other way with Tim Kelly and the offense looking at our defense. And so that's really what you get the opportunity to step back and do. And then when that's done, then each unit looks at his own group, his own position or his own unit in the case of Anthony Weaver and Tim Kelly. And they look at it because I can tell you um, beyond a shadow of a doubt, I've done, I've gone through this process during bye week many, many years ago. And I remember during the bye week, as I'm watching the games that we've had, and I didn't go through every single play just, you know, as is. But I remembered as I was going through one game, I went, wait a second. I'm, I realized I was getting in a rut of calling one particular play one side. Like I was only running that play to a particular side. And then I was like, well, let me look at the formation. And I was like, man, 
I was only running that formation with that particular play and I was running it to the right. The thing about it was it was very successful. It was, a, it was one of our most successful plays, but we were running it the exact way that if somebody smart on the other side had seen it and went, hey, this, if they're in this formation, this is the play they run 100% of the time. Well, thankfully, late in the year when our bye week was, I was able to catch it. And so in a couple of big games down the stretch, I was able to kind of just tweak it a little bit and we we're able to be successful with that. So it has a real impact as long as the coaching staff, which I think it will give it that credibility and credence. I think they'll end up getting some value out of it for sure. Okay. Now we're going to get really in the lavish and we don't do this during the season Ooh. too much, but Ooh. with the okay. tread line, trade deadline coming up, you have to give up a fourth round pick, but this fourth round pick, can get you one player who's not playing in the NFL anymore. It can get you any player. So you're going to get the steal of a century, essentially. Wow. Who are you trading for? What one player would you like to add to this team right now? I got it. I got it. Who? Man, now I don't because I had one and then another one popped in my head. I got two and I don't know which one I want to use. All right, you know, look, I played, I played defense way back in the day, so I'm going to go defense. Yep. And I get Deion Sanders. Dang it, you took mine. Okay, well, then you want me to go with the other one? No, 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 no. I, you okay. finish yours. You finish yours. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, look, when it's Deion, you know, I think about that game the other day against Devontae Adams. When Bradley Roby went out of the game, look, you, you, you don't have the depth at corner. You knew that. You know, Gary Ann Conley's banged up. Uh, you moved Lonnie Johnson over to safety permanently, or so it seems. So, really, your cover skills and cover guys are just, you know, guys that don't have a lot of experience, guys that haven't done that much. If you have Deion Sanders over there and Devontae Adams, you just lock up all day. Deion, he's yours. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers has to worry about a whole different part of the field, if that's the case. Exactly. Now, uh, he hasn't seen 17 of 34 targets. I can promise you that with Deion all over him. So, uh, I'll go with Deion Sanders. That's mine because of everything you just said. But also, he's going to go out there. No disrespect to you, DeAndre Carter. I love you. You had a good game uh, on Sunday. Point. I know where you're going, yeah. But you're, Deion Sanders is going to return your kick, your punts, yeah. um, because yeah. you need some difference made in that realm of things. Because the special teams has held up their end of the bargain this year. They've yep. been good. They, you yep. can't really bang on them too much. But to right. make them dynamic like that and to get a guy who gets in the end zone like that, I'm going to add Dion, and I might even play him a little bit at receiver just to mess, mess with some defenses. So okay. That's uh, good. you took my first and the one I would go after, which was Deion Sanders. Excellent choice. So I'm going to go, double down on defense, and I'm going to get LT, the real yeah. LT, Lawrence yeah. Taylor. Let's get some help off the edge. Let's get some, some wild dogs, like he used to say, getting after the quarterback. Because yeah. if you do that and you've got Roby and Sanders out on the edges – you're going to get some picks, and yep. he's going to – if you don't get sacked, you're going to get some picks. He's going to make things a lot tougher on folks. He's going to make that defense all around him better. So yep. let's add Deion Sanders. Let's add Lawrence Taylor. And, hey, you got the guy who's coached Lawrence Taylor before in Romeo Cornell. So Romeo will know what to do. Yeah. It's easy peasy. I mean, I love this, this defense if uh, you yeah. add those to it. You add those oh, – my goodness. The, the, the one player that I considered – was on the offensive side of the ball. And I was going with one or the other. And so from an offensive standpoint, if you want to give me Barry Sanders. He'd be good. I think Barry Sanders in space, oh, shut it down. I mean, I, that, that would just be phenomenal. I got a soft spot in my heart for sweetness, though. So Yeah, that's true. I didn't choose a running back. I, I'm always going to go Peyton. You could have yeah. also done offensively Bruce Matthews and just plug him somewhere on the offensive line. 
Could yep. also make an excellent case for Reggie White. Yep. Defense. I mean, we Larry Allen. On, on Larry, Larry Allen of the Cowboys. Of course, of course could yeah. Put, could put him at guard. Which, by the way, I don't know if you watch Sunday Night Football, Drew, but him Buda, down. Baker, Buda Baker has the interception. Yeah. And DK Metcalf ran him down, and everybody was just losing their minds about it. I was rightfully like, rightfully so, rightfully yeah. so. But we've seen that before. Uh huh. When Larry Allen ran down the New Orleans Saints linebacker from behind. Now, to me, to me, yes, DK and Buda Baker happened a lot quicker than a linebacker and Larry Allen. But seeing 325 pound plus Larry Allen run down a linebacker to keep him from scoring on an interception is one of the most physically impressive things I've ever done. And here's the little nugget that I thought was really interesting. Al Michaels called both plays. Yeah, he's seen that before. That's awesome. That's and awesome. Larry Allen could probably bench press all three of those guys. Al yeah. Michaels, Buda Baker, and uh, <laughs> So there you go. Yes, you're probably right. Strong. Hey, uh, so he's that strong, and that's how strong this podcast has been. This has been in the lab. It's a, a different one, an abbreviated one, but yeah. hopefully you learned a little and you uh, had some fun with it too because I did. And, John, I think you did too, man. Absolutely, of course. Thank you, Drew. Enjoy your bye week, brother. Same to you, my friend. I will talk to you again very, very soon. This has been In the Lab.